Hello everyone and welcome back to season two of the Careering Podcast. Uh, we're back, bitches. Um, I am your host, Kelsey, and I'm here as always with uh, my co-host and creator of Careering, Melissa Davies. Yo, what up? Hola. How are you going? I'm good. <laughs> you know, you're looking really nervous. Have we forgotten how to do this? No, it's because there's a camera now. Oh yeah, there is. The camera's me, not a fan. I'm not a fan. Guys, I'm not going to lie. We got all the gear and no idea this season. <laughs> Literally. We got new mics and even newer opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back. We took a long time out. Yeah. Um, it, it's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, right. I am the problem. I'm the reason <laughs> it's taken us so long to come back. Look, Melissa's going to take the blame, but I'm not going to lie. I was also part of the problem because uh, I certainly wasn't pushing the fact. <laughs> but no, we are back. We are back for season two, as promised, just like months after we thought we were going to do it. Uh, so, Melissa, uh, do you want to start with where what's been going on? What's happening? What are we doing this episode? Honestly, I'm just rocking the microphones. You're going to tell me what we're here for. Yeah, I'm bringing the content. <laughs> Kels is bringing the tech. Good. Um, yeah, so the reason we were delayed uh, in coming back uh, to your ear holes is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not a good enough reason to use the word <laughs> ear holes this early in season two. <laughs> Let's start how we mean to continue. I mean, great. <laughs> um, I had some health stuff and then I overcommitted. So um, I'm interested in your word of the year. So while you think about that. Oh, my word, word of the year. year. That's kind of su- that sums up what 2023 has been for you. Oh, Jesus. My word for this year has been relentless. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. it just feels like I've had my foot on the accelerator the whole year and I've really not walked the talk around work-life balance or integration but it's not because it's been stuff that has been overloaded overloading me and overwhelming me I've actually said yes to a whole lot of stuff that I've loved yeah and it's been my FOMO that I didn't want to drop any of it I've really enjoyed it but I definitely should have asked some better questions along the way before I said yes to some stuff so <laughs> relentless is my word of the year right and is this where I'm supposed to put my word of the year? Is what or a theme? It doesn't have to be a word. Oh, like. um, peaks and troughs. I think it's probably the best <laughs> way to put it. Emotionally, spiritually, physically, just you know, some real high highs and some real low lows. <laughs> Look. We're in December, so it's not a bad thing. I made it through. We survived. Yeah. yeah. So, look, we're here. I actually feel it's interesting you say that, though, like, we've made it to December. I don't know about you, but everyone I'm talking to at the moment has felt like 2023 has been a hard year for different reasons. What yeah. about you? I, honestly, it seems to be the theme at the moment where everyone seems to be crawling to, the to like, what we call this weird finish line. Yeah. To be fair, though... After getting COVID for the second time, after working myself into the ground for two weeks, um, I actually feel all right. Like I'm actually not that exhausted. I actually feel quite organised. I feel because I got forced to stay in my house for a week and it was honestly one of the best things that could have happened to me in November. I know that's stupid, but like I know you don't like being locked up. No, but I agree with you. I loved having, because everything had been so intense, that having an excuse to stay home. And no one was allowed to come and see you. Yeah, and, and no one. And, and if I if I didn't want to turn up to a Zoom meeting, I had a really good reason not to. Yeah. So, so just I for context, really grateful. Melissa and I got COVID at exactly the same time. Yeah, like exactly the same time. Yeah, 
Yeah, and so it was my third dose. And oh. so it's definitely had an impact and I'm, I'm going to have to take it really easy for the next month or two. Um, but likewise, yeah, it was this weird moment um, where I messaged Kels and I was like, oh, no, you better, you know, make sure you've tested. And she goes, I was just about to message her. And so we were like, oh, well. Off to COVID jail we go. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and neither of us were mad about it. <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like I got the rest and the reset. Uh, like not only is uh, like projects and work and all these things relentless, but just like when you live by yourself, the fucking washing and the dishes <laughs> and all of the things are fucking relentless. Yeah, like, the demands on your time, the yeah, things to be managed. I know. And I just... My like my undiagnosed ADHD brain cannot function well when there's mess around me, especially yeah. when I'm procrastinating. Yeah, yeah. So it was just nice to be able to reset my house. That's why it was great when you were my flatmate because you would procrastinate my house. <laughs> no, it was great. Melissa got all the benefits of the procrastinating. Yeah. yeah, I would procrastinate make margaritas. <laughs> yeah, midday margaritas were yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So we talk us through the last few months because I can't even remember when we were last when we last released an episode like I think it was earlier this year yeah it was the start of the year yeah um so this year's been interesting um one of the things that I think um is a bit of a standout is I did some lecturing undergrad lecturing at UC oh my god which was awesome and the workload was really full on. I was going to say, are you going to tell us the truth <laughs> yeah it's it's both right like so what was interesting yeah. for me is when I reflected on it overall I loved the engagement with the students I think I was. I feel really confident about our future as a society based on wow. the, the students I got to engage with. Now I realise it's a privileged select few people that get to go to university in the first instance. Mm. Um, but those students from, you know, really diverse backgrounds, ages, experience, ethnicities, yeah. cultural lenses, um, across the spectrum of gender, like I was just like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. The women in particular – and those young women, I am just so impressed. Yay. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, honestly. So I, what were you teaching? So um, feasibility assessment of innovation. Okay. <laughs> and and entrepreneurship and new ventures. Honestly, university has come a long way since I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool subjects, actually. And I loved teaching them. Like, I loved the content. Yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy that. 88 slide decks that I had to prepare every week and I'm just having China flashbacks yeah it was like that it was like that on speed um, oh god <laughs> yeah it was full on um but what I realized it's really interesting because I also through the university do I'm a professor of practice so I teach adult education and I have sort of qualifications and I've done quite a lot of um executive training and I'm really used to that where it's more facilitating and you're drawing out ideas yeah. whereas I kind of forgot with lecturing you have to kind of share a lot of theories and concepts and then seek opinions on those rather than workshopping them. So it's quite a different style. But what I realised partway through is it's way more fun for the students if we're talking and engaging and having a dialogue oh, yeah, rather Christ. than me talking at them. So I definitely changed my approach throughout it all, which was really fun. I felt more comfortable. I just kicked the table. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of been the big standout for me is, is a big change. So it was um, parental leave cover. So I won't be continuing with that in um, 2024. But also, thank God, because I worked every weekend for like five months. Um, <laughs> so, because I also say. said yes to like, some other things at the same time. So, yeah, that's also, on me. How many, so, how many courses did you do? Two. Two. How, my, how many does a full-time lecturer do? 
Yeah, that was the question I should have asked. Mm. They do three. Mm. <laughs> good, good. My niece summed it up beautifully. She said, um, oh, cool, that sounds really fun. So that means you've got like five full-time jobs now? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this 12-year-old is way wiser than me. She gets it. I need I need to make changes for 2024. That's what the COVID break actually gave me was um, – time to sit down and go okay let's reflect what would I do differently and take yeah. what would I what do I want to capture as a really good experience and what do I want to what do I want to learn from this and do differently in 2024 yeah so that was actually really helpful what did you do to cope while it was all happening <laughs> I just did my usual Tory and farm girl tactic of just work harder all of the time just work <laughs> all of the time have no life and then and then just Go full break and go overseas. Yeah, and yeah. then run, run away during the semester break <laughs> and hang out on a tropical island. <laughs> With the turtles. With turtles and while grading papers. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, if you're going to grade papers, there's there's good places to be grading said papers. Yeah, yeah. it was actually really good. Um, I would do that in the evenings. So I'd spend my day, I'm a morning person anyway. So Pina colada and marking? Yeah. Loves yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's not much booze in it. No. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So that little bit of inspo definitely helped me keep going for the second stretch of the semester. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's that was my big takeout for the last few months. What about you, Kels? What's what's been happening? Um. So I have just been trying to figure my life out. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing new, really. <laughs> nothing new. Um, I stepped into a general manager role uh, in November last year. And so it's been sort of a year of three months and three months stints. Oh, yeah. And the first three months was, oh, my fucking God, <laughs> just survive. The second three months was, I can't do this. I have no ability to do this. Why am I here? I'm fucking terrible at it. The next three months were, fuck this shit, I'm here, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then the last three months have been like, right, get out of my fucking life. Uh, <laughs> and so it's been, yeah, peaks and troughs, <laughs> real ups and downs. Interesting, because if you think about that learning curve, you know, that kind of you go from that unconscious incompetence and you move right through the conscious competence. Yeah. It's kind of like that's kind of reflected in the in the in in your experience, the way you describe it. Yeah. Um, I also just think. So like you set up camp and, and imposter syndrome for a while there as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, good, 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 hard uh, period of time in that in that period as well. But also just like some mental health stuff and some like health stuff and all of it all mixed in together because uh, turns out we're not robots. Uh, <laughs> amazingly, like apparently, well, like, yeah, apparently, like the oldest daughter perfectionist bullshit that I bring into my life, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm a robot uh, mm. and that I can still fall apart. Um, and that was the big lesson that I have learned this year, I think is probably the best one. Right. Um, and that it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to save anyone's life. Yeah. And although you are very good in a crisis, actually. I am very good in a crisis. I had a real weird crisis yesterday. Yeah, talk us through that, Kels. Honestly, like, guys, this is the weekend before Christmas. So we're mid-December, weekend for, before Christmas. I'm up, 8 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm, like, fucking pumping out all of my Christmas shopping. I'm like, right, I'm going to the warehouse. I'm going to... I can't even remember whether JB Hi-Fi, I'm going to the look shop, I'm going to the rock shop, I'm going to the fucking mall, I'm getting all of these things ticked off, I'm bam, 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 everyone's got what I need and it's a great day out. Last thing on my list is to go to the supermarket and pick up my groceries. 
As I'm driving there, Melissa sends me a voice message, something about getting caffeinated, and I went, fuck, I forgot to get coffee. So I have to go upstairs, get my coffee, come back down, get in my car to, like, move my car over to the pickup spot because, you know, I'm not parking in the pickup spot unless I'm par- picking up. Like, that's just rude. Uh, <laughs> nice work, hours, daughter, following the rules. I know. <laughs> so pulling over, and as I'm pulling over to it, there's this almighty crash, and I'm like, oh, it might be a truck above, like, because I'm in the underground car park. Like it might be a truck above or something. Turn around, like get out of my car, turn around, and there's this little old man in this beaten up Swift pulls up next to me, and he's just looking absolutely like out of his mind, shocked. There's two women running across the car park, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Turns out this little old man had come into the underground car park, and I don't know what had happened. I missed the entire thing, but I look over to the other side of the car park. And he has completely written off a whole other car, just taken off the whole bumper, bent the whole front axle, just completely, like, that car is just gone. Like, it's no longer a doable. He's also hit another car, and he's banged up both sides of his Swift to the point where I couldn't even get his front driver's side door open properly, and there were, like, electronic bits falling out of it. And his whole front right wheel was just mangled as well. So I'm like helped this little old man into the car and he's like bawling his eyes out and I'm like calling his daughter and this other lady's like running upstairs to get him water and so I'm just like there like looking after this little old man because we're like oh my god these people are getting their shopping they're going to come back down and they're going to be like awful to him and then spot this lady the lady that owned the car they got absolutely written off and she just like screams in the car park and I'm like oh my god (laughs) Like, right, sir, I'm just going to leave you here. I'm just going to go and deal with that. And then I went and talked to her and I'm like, look, it was a little old man. He's just over there. He's quite upset. And she's like shaking. And she was so lovely when she went over to him. She went, it's just a car. This time of the year is awful. Like, don't even worry about it. Second guy comes down who had like a little ding in the back of his car, loses the fucking plot. And the little old man goes, ugh, men. Okay, so even in, like, the midst of, like, him bawling his eyes out, like, he would have been late 80s, early 90s. And all I could think was, what if this was my grandma or my grandparent, like, my grandfather? And so, like, we were just, like, we hung out with him until his daughter got there. And then his daughter and her husband were absolute assholes. And we're like, oh, what have you done? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... So in front of them, I walked up to him as I was about to leave and go, I've got to go, but I just want you to know that it's absolutely okay. Things like this happen all the time. That's why we have insurance. It's just a car. And as long as you're okay, everything's okay. And looked to the daughter dead in the eye as I said it. (laughs) And I peaced out. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, it is the craziest time of the year. Don't be an asshole. Like people are... It's, it's such a struggle and people are so caught up in their own shit and it was just like this awful thing but it was such a good reminder that like it's just fucking Christmas. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. Also I think not everyone got a COVID break like we did. Yeah, you know? that's also like, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 If I hadn't had a COVID break, it might have been a very different reaction. Yeah. Now are we all planning holidays for November 2024, right? I th- honestly. I recommend it. Yeah. Like take a week off yeah. late November. Prep yourself into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, like a ninety percent of the year's done. Give yeah. yourself a week to just, yeah, take a breath, yeah. 
set yourself up and then go into this period. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's interesting, like, I've been with you a few times, <clears throat> excuse me, where there's been a crisis and you are like, I've got this. <laughs> like, you are the person that you need if something goes to chaos and there's people reacting all over the place, you're like, this is appropriate, this is not. You're like a traffic controller of mayhem when shit goes down. Like, I bet that little old man was like, thank God that woman was here. Uh, and the other lady, it was so good because there was three women and we all, so we all went over and every single one of us assumed a different role. Oh, so I was like, right, who do you want me to call? Just come and sit over here. The other one was like talking to him about his family and just keeping him distracted and was just doing like the really good empathetic stuff. Cute. And then the other woman was like running upstairs, getting drinks and bottles of water. And it was just like oh, one cute. of those things where it's just like, I don't know these ladies, but fuck me. Why are women not running this fucking world? Yeah. Like it was just like sorted. And then it wasn't, and everything was all good until this fucking arsehole that had a little ding in the back of his car comes down and starts losing his mind. And we were like, sir, this isn't about you. Put it away. Yeah. (laughs) It's so hard though, because I guess on the flip side, I go, what's his year been like? I know. But, but also, <laughs> yeah. But also, not What's excusing the that behavior. What's the been year been yeah. like? You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Just, it, you can choose your. I guess some people go. Is that whole straight to rage, right? And I think what was interesting is we're probably going to do an episode on anger and rage this season. Thanks, mm, Jane. Um, female <laughs> rage, feminine rage. I've got a lot of it. <laughs> I'm an expert. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, should we go get a glass of wine? <laughs> I really think we need to. Um, so this season we are going to do a whole lot of different things. Um, we do literally have brand new mics. We're all set up with uh, the amazing road set up. We've also got video. We're going to try a whole lot of different things, uh, including Kelsey pouring and in entire glass of water over the brand new mixer just before we started recording before um so like look we're we're here to try a lot of new things um so if you've got any ideas we definitely want to hear them got a couple of guest speakers we're keen to chat with to show different careers and also career pivot points so changing from one lane to another or taking a career break we're keen to do a bit more of an exploration on those kinds of topics so if there are other topics that you want us to chat about um or some people that you think would be amazing guests please let us know hit us up on insta that's the easiest way so at careering nine and I think we're gonna we're getting rid of uh the Twitter and TikTok for this season just because Twitter is no longer a thing (laughs) in this world we're avoiding uh but what we are gonna do is uh have a quick uh whip round of our current hyperfixations (laughs) (laughs) so what are you hyperfixating on at the moment what have you got in your world that you're really interested in uh it's so funny because I'm not really someone who goes hard at something I'll have a theme maybe for a maybe for a couple of months and I'm very excited to get back into my garden actually now that I've now that was what the upside again of my little COVID break was going oh yeah actually I want to spend a bit more time outside and my hands in the dirt so um it's been super fun actually and yeah cool mine's real different yeah talk to us Kels <laughs> what is it um I've found this guy on YouTube who goes out into just the most amazing communities of people in the States with a GoPro and some like wireless mics. And he's just done a series on Mormonism and the Church of the Latter-day Saints and all of the the chaos from all different angles. And so he talks to everybody in it and he goes and has dinner with different types of people within the religion. And he just is fascinating. Well, like, that's quite interesting. He, and he did, so the reason I got into it 
was because I started watching one about the Appalachian Mountains and about this remote community and what community means and how important community is to our civilization. So like Carl Davidson talks about how we should have three communities. We should have our home, we should have our work, and then we should have our, our, our third one. But what we often as human beings now, we're missing that third one. We're mm. not, we haven't got that around us. And watching this, these things called these, they're called hollers. And so they're basically just like dirt roads off a main road. And it's where all the community, like a specific community lives and resides and everybody knows everybody, it's houses. And it sounds like Southbridge. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. And so, it, but it talks about how they all know each other. They all help each other out and like how, so much of that is now missing in modern day society. Yeah. And people look down on it like the rednecks and like the bogans and blah, 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 blah. But actually there's a, a real quality of life that it brings to these people because they are, because we're just human beings who want connection. That's so interesting because I've always said like growing up in Southbridge, like at the time there were 700 people. So we literally did know everyone. Yeah. And we had a house fire when I was about 18 or 19 and we kind of lost everything. And within a couple of hours, my grandparents' driveway was chocker full of clothes and bedding and deviled sausages and, <laughs> and shoes and rugby boots and cricket sets and things for my brothers and me and just this really practical, helpful yeah. lens of things. We had people phoning us saying that they had spare rooms we could stay in amazing. or a batch we could use. And it was just amazing. And so having that community when you have those really tough times I absolutely see the power in community oh absolutely that's quite interesting and I've also said like again thinking about like growing up in Southbridge there was three churches in that town at the Mm. time and your community was quite connected to religion and I I do think a lot about the societal breakdown as we've moved away from organized religion um, yeah, that's just getting a bit deep. Oh, honestly, we were talking wine, like, and now I've gone into yeah, societal breakdown. Um, <laughs> but honestly, he that is pretty much the point of his channel. Like oh, he's also you, he does a whole lot of different seasons, and he I watched one where uh, a family had had a ranch in their family for the like the last six generations, and then he did one where he rode along with the sheriffs on the Texas border where the wall is. And talked about how they see uh, those coming in and for asylum seeking and how it actually all works. And actually it's not about the people coming in, it's the cartels that are running the people in to get the drugs in at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so just honestly, it's just a first-hand account. He asks great questions. He doesn't bring any opinions to it. Peter Santanello on YouTube, honestly, it's just... We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, he's real good. So that's my current hyperfixation. I've probably watched... 30 videos in the last week. Also, you're very good at hyperfixating, I yeah, must say. I am. It's a real strength. Yeah, <laughs> I go real deep. You do. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how we know how to use our technology today. Yeah, do you want to know what my favorite new thing, my new do toy it, is? Can do I it. do it? Do it. I hope it's going to work, to be honest with you, because otherwise I'm going to be real upset. Ready? I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> so there's going to be many, many new things along the way, but... um. I, we hope that you are here with us for the rest of the year um, and we'll be coming to you this side of Christmas and then all into the 2024. We're committed to 2024 being back in the podcast seats. So again, if you need us, we are Careering9 on Instagram, on Facebook and TikTok. Yes, Correct. we're on TikTok as well. Um, 
I do that, so I should know that. Um, <laughs> so uh, hit us up, give us some ideas. We want to hear from all of you. Uh, anything else from you? No. Peace Good. out. Great. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out.